been asking for referrals over and over and you're just not getting them what are you doing wrong in this video I'm going to teach you exactly how to build trust faster so you can get more referrals welcome to the knowledge gap podcast if you're new to the show my name is Joe Ignis I'm the owner and founder of the knowledge gap company where we help business owners grow their businesses by developing better marketing funnels improving their sales process and starting YouTube channels and podcasts for the high-ticket sales industry every week we help you bridge a knowledge gap in life or in business business that is directly tied to helping you grow your business. Business is more than just marketing or sales. Your business is also limited or grown by your mindset. We believe that every goal you have in life is just on the other side of a knowledge gap. You just don't know how to get there yet. If you're not getting at least one to two referrals every time you ask, your real issue isn't that you're asking at the wrong time, it's that you aren't building trust fast enough for your prospect or warm connection to want to help you and send you to their friends. It's all a trust thing, it's not a timing thing. There's no perfect magical time at the end of the sales talk, at the end of your conversation, once they've signed up. Like You should be asking referrals once it feels comfortable. And that is a big deal. You shouldn't just wait until three weeks after you've worked with someone because it's enough time for them to have a great experience. It's like, no, if they've decided to work with you, if they're really cool, and even if they're not someone that you're going to work with, you can still ask for referrals. And the key is trust. If you think about it on a business level, time is money. And the more time you have, the more that you can sell, the more people that you can help. So obviously it's not ideal to work with someone for weeks or even months without getting a referral. It starts to bottleneck you. And sooner or later, you just run out of really warm leads or referral leads, making you panic and get frustrated and have to resort to cold calling. Which again, I've got nothing against cold calling. Um, Cold calling can be a really great thing. But compared to a referrals, it's not as much fun to say the least. So I was selling books door to door by week two to three into a summer selling season where I'd started completely from scratch. I was so good at building trust in my presentations at the door when I was talking to a random person who hadn't heard about me yet or maybe saw me on Facebook because I was so good with the Facebook marketing, because I was so good at connecting names with other people I had met or other people that I had worked with or had bought for me, I was able to ask for referrals and build trust much faster and I was able to receive referrals almost every time from almost anyone. I even remember asking for referrals at the door after meeting someone and knowing them for less than two minutes. And because I could connect with them, they were sending me to several friends that would be open to hearing about the educational resources I was selling. It's pretty wild, right? Like, how can you do that? And that's what I'm going to teach you right now. Quick disclaimer before we run into exactly how to get referrals and build trust faster. Um, I will say that your first few times of doing this, you're not going to get the perfect response. You may not get referrals the exact first time, but over time with proper practice and online branding and getting organized with your past clients, you can build trust extremely quickly. And I really encourage you to try this because it's worked for me and it'll work for you too. So without further ado, here's my three-step process on how to build trust faster so you can ask for referrals and receive them faster. Okay. So step one is you need to understand how to get deeper faster. And what I'm going to teach you is a concept called the five levels of connection. Now, these levels of connection are designed to appeal to the psychology of how people build trust. We don't build trust just by saying random words or chit chatting about the weather. It's all about getting deeper and talking more about our goals 
and commonalities between us. When we connect and find these commonalities, the result is that our guard actually comes down and everyone knows this is in sales or runs a business, everyone has sales resistance. And so the goal is to be comfortable with people and help them realize that you're a good person and that you're not uh, a slimy salesperson trying to take advantage of people and that what you're selling, what you're doing, um, it's a noble thing. And if people can understand that and they know that you're trustworthy and not gonna take advantage of their friends, they'll give you referrals. If they don't understand it, then they're gonna struggle with wanting to give you referrals because they're not sure what's gonna happen if you called those friends. So let's run through each of these five levels of connection. Number one is this thing called location. So location is the idea that we connect based on locations that we've been, places we've grown up, places that we've visited. For example, if you go to China and you're from Knoxville, which is where I'm from, and you love the University of Tennessee Volunteers, and just like me, you're a big football fan, and you were wearing a University of Tennessee Vol shirt and you were in China, and then you saw someone else with the same shirt, what would you talk to them about? You would talk to them about the University of Tennessee. You would go up and be like, wow, I'm a Vols fan. Me too. That's amazing. How? What? I can't believe that you're here and we've both been there and we're both fans. And then you would just start this big, long conversation about Tennessee and where you've been and in Knoxville. And if you knew something about football, you would actually go straight into level two, this thing called observation. So this random person that you just met that you know is from Tennessee is wearing a volunteer's hoodie just like you, right? And you guys start talking about Hendon Hooker and you start talking about you know, Joe Milton and you start talking about all the different nuances of the Tennessee Volunteers football program in 2023 or whatever year it is, right? You're actually connecting on this level called observation, which is knowing deeper details about certain topics or communities. For example, football is like a, a community of fans. And so if you are a follower or fan of a certain team, you're gonna know more about that team than pretty much anyone else. And you're gonna be able to talk about that in depth. And when someone else who is a part of that fan group realizes that you know the same things, you guys connect on this level called observation. So when I was selling books, the way that we would connect on observation is by becoming local experts, right? So locally, we would live in the community. We would know a lot about the community. We would start to know the power names of people who um, are really popular in the community, who are really well known. You know, when you have these certain names, you connect on those types of things. But also, we'd go even further and understand more about their situation in the schools because when you're selling educational resources, the parents, all they care about is their kids' education, at least in what I was selling and talking about. So I would know every single teacher's name. I would know every grade level, how much homework they get, what kind of assignments they're getting. So that way I could connect with that family and talk about what's happening next year um, with a lot of different local names. So that way they would know that I'm an expert and we would connect not only on location, but observation, because I would know about their school system, which would connect with exactly what they know about their school system. And the third most important level of connection to get to in order to ask for referrals is destination. So destination is exactly what it sounds. It's where we're going. It's essentially connecting on goals and mindset and what we're trying to accomplish with our lives. So for example, go back to college, go back to whatever job you're working at right now. Um, there's certain cultures in different clubs, different universities. There's a culture in every single career path that you could have in every single company. You're probably at the company that you're at because they have a similar vision, goals, and values for life. The destination, where you're heading and that's why you work there and that's what we want to do with people before we ask for referrals because if they know we have similar goals desires and values they're gonna recommend us to people who have the same goals values um, and direction in life which is the exact ideal prospect that we want and so the way we do that is we always need to share why we're doing what we're doing 
and the goal of talking to people and why we care and how we want to help. And if we can explain that destination, then people get pretty excited about recommending the right people. And that's the key. So if you connect on location, where we're from, some of those past experiences, if you can connect on observation, where we're connecting that we know about similar type topics or similar type things in the community, that's the idea. We're local. We're not some big corporate company who's just trying to get someone's information and then bother them, right? That's really important in the observation section. And then the destination is that we are here to help. We have the same goals, vision, and values, and that way they recommend the right people. And if we get to those three, you'll have trust, you'll get referrals. Um, just a little extra points here. Number four is the same perspiration. Perspiration just means that you've worked with someone for a long time or done things with people, have life experiences. It brings us closer. Last one, conversation where we don't have to worry about facades. We're on a very deep trust level with people and we don't have to act differently than just who are we are authentically. So those are the five levels of connection. That's step one, get to destination and you will get referrals. All right, so step two, show names and be a local. So just like I was talking about observation, people want to know that you're legit and that it's really normal to refer for people. And so I think this is really valuable when you're explaining what you're doing, when you're teaching people about how you're helping people is to have these stories of names and these stories of past clients and kind of how you've reached out to them because they're probably a referral too. Um, and this will absolutely change the game when it comes to building trust. And unfortunately, I don't see this happen a lot at all. So I really encourage you to implement what I'm about to tell you. So what I used to do when I was going door to door, okay, um, a lot of people don't know this, but I had a 59% chance that people would let me in their house or give me 20 minutes. Um, and so the reason they would let me do that is at the door, I would show a massive list of all my previous customers with an archive list of pictures of families who had previously bought for me, who had bought the educational resources I was selling. And I'd show that to everyone I met based on location and the product line they bought. So if I was knocking on a door and they had a high school family and they're in this little town called Crum, for example, then I would show all my high school families and they would recognize several, several people. Now, what this does is it shows that I'm a local. It shows that I connect on location observation and I can connect on destination in 30 seconds because we're talking about similar goals as what they might have. It's a massive deal. Um, I would even go through some short stories of how I met each family, what they share, you know, how they bought, why they bought, and I would share all those examples and then I would share how I ended up at this person's house from who referred them and it would just build all this trust. And even if they weren't interested, there was a point where I could just hey, say, hey, well, who do you know that might appreciate hearing about this? Everyone's been sending me to four or five friends. That's actually how I ended up here is your friend sent me here. So who do you know? And then they would give me referrals and that's how you want to build trust, right? Because when you show names, it proves what you're saying. You're not just saying, you know, a bunch of these people, right? Because people trust only about 50% of what you say as the salesperson, or the business owner, uh, but they trust 75% of what their friends say and a hundred percent of what they say. And if they see that you've had an amazing experience with all of their friends, working with them, many purchasing from you, then they will trust you because they can tell that you treat people really well because why would they think any different if all of their friends really enjoy spending time with you? So you'll have proof that you are a good person and doing a great job right in front of them solves most of your problems. All right, step three, be assumptive. So the biggest struggle most business owners, salespeople, realtors have is they don't feel like they're supposed to be there asking for referrals. You might have felt like this before, like maybe you're bothering people when you're asking for new referrals or you're looking for clients. And this is all nonsense. It's totally in your head. And here's why, service. So I want you to ask yourself this question. 
In your years of working, do you have a few stories that you could share about people who've had an incredible, life-changing experience working with you? Okay, get those people in your mind, right? Could you say that you help them reach their goals in life or in whatever you help them do? If the answer is yes, then who wouldn't want to help their friends reach those similar goals? And that's that destination part that we were just talking about, right? You should feel obligated to go help more people just like you helped those past people. Therefore, you're just asking to connect with the people who have similar goals. It's not a weird thing. You're not asking for money. You're not saying they need to sign up. You're saying, hey, like, who do you know, based on these other stories of people who I've worked with who have really helped have a big change in their life, who do you know that have similar goals? Don't overthink it. Stop trying to sell everybody. Just look for the right referrals to talk to you that you can actually help reach their goals. You're not asking for everybody. You're just asking for the right people. So just be assumptive. Just go ask. Again, you're just trying to help people. So you're supposed to be there. Okay, so quick recap. Ask for referrals after you've built trust. Um, it's really that simple. The key is how can you build trust faster? So I really encourage you to develop a strategy in your sales presentation to connect on the five levels of connection, at least those first three to destination um, in your conversations. Even if it's a 30-second conversation on the phone, just connecting on your goals and past names and past clients and stories, why it's really normal for people to give you referrals because that's how you connect. If you bring in those stories and you're really assumptive about how you ask, okay, and you're connecting on those levels and you have a servant-minded heart, people will give you referrals, okay? And that's your goal, build trust faster. If you build trust faster, everything else will work out. Okay, so now building trust and getting one or two referrals per ask is one thing, but if you can double the amount of referrals you get each time you ask, now that will overhaul your business. So get ready for the next video where I teach you how to help people remember who they should refer to you. Thank you to all the sponsors who make this show possible. This episode is sponsored by Donna Bowling. Donna has been in the lending business for more than 16 years. She is dedicated, dependable, and an incredibly efficient loan officer. She's the Bankers Association Lender of the Year, Secretary and Treasurer of Tennessee Mortgage Bankers Association, and past president of Knoxville Mortgage Bankers Association. If you want to ensure you have the best possible lender for your next mortgage, contact Donna Bowling at 865-414-8973. Are you in in search of a title agency that truly puts you first, look no further than Knoxville Title Agency, where excellence meets exceptional customer service. In Knox Title Agency, they understand that buying or selling a property can be a complex process. That's why their team of dedicated professionals led by Regional Director Chase Reno is here to guide you every step of the way. Their mission is simple, to provide you with a seamless and stress-free title experience. They pride themselves on their attention to detail and going above and beyond for their clients. At Knox Title Agency, you'll receive exceptional customer service that sets them apart from the rest. They believe in creating a welcoming culture where you feel valued and confident in your decision. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer, a real estate investor, or a seasoned homeowner, they have the expertise to handle all your title needs. Trust them to navigate the complexities of title searches, insurance, and closings so that you can focus on what matters most to you. Experience the Knox Title Agency difference today. Give them a call at 865-691-1100 or visit their website at knoxvilletitle.com. Knoxville Title Agency, where excellence meets exceptional customer service. Knoxville Title Agency, your trusted partner in all your title needs.